Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the arsehole. If you do love a Reddit story, please consider hitting that subscribe, that like, maybe that notification bell too, and you can support via Patreon. Link is in the description. No pressure though, and let's crack on with today's stories. And our first story comes from Destiny Wedding Throwaway, who says, Am I the arsehole for not contributing to my family's expenses related to my wedding? My fiance, 26 female, and I, 28 male, are getting married at a destination wedding next summer. The destination is special to my fiance as she vacationed there with her family a couple of times when she was younger and it holds sentimental value to her. I was open to the idea since I'm pretty indifferent when it comes to wedding planning and this seemed like an easy way to check a lot of boxes at once. Plus the added bonus of my fiance getting the wedding she dreamed about. Of course, the downfall of a destination wedding is that people might not be able to attend. We expected this and had a lot of conversations about making sure we don't take anything personally if people can't attend and we're very clear to the people we asked to be in our wedding party about the costs and expectations. There were a couple of friends I asked to be groomsmen that had to decline due to them having young kids and I totally get that and respect it. I'm not an idiot. My wedding is not more important than your kids to you. This hasn't been much of a problem with my fiance's side as her family comes from money and destination weddings are kind of the norm for them. In the time we've dated, I think four to five of her cousins have had destination weddings, but we only attended one of them and there was no fuss on anyone's part about the ones we didn't go to. My family, however, does not come from money. When I tell my parents and siblings about our wedding plans, they all kind of freaked out about not being able to afford it. I get it, my siblings have kids and expenses too. I told them I understand if it's not something they're able to afford, and while I would love for them to be there, I won't hold it against them if they can't make it work. My parents have guilted me over it a little bit, but assured me that they will be attending. However, they told me that we should pool some money together, and by all, they mean mostly me, to make sure all my siblings and their families can attend. I told them there's pretty much no way I can do that. My sisters got wind of this idea, probably from my mum, and they said that the only way they can attend is if I help pay for at least half of their trips for their whole families, kids included. I kind of laughed and told them there is no way I will do that. They said that since I'm the one who decided to have a destination wedding, that it is my responsibility to make sure my family can all attend. I told them that I love them and would love to have them at my wedding, but I am not funding vacations for their entire family. I said the only way I would even consider it would be if it was just them and their spouses, no kids. They said that excluding their kids was not acceptable. They told me that I have turned into a stuck-up arsehole since I got engaged and I'm rubbing my fiancé's money in their faces. They accused me of having a destination wedding on purpose to rub it in their faces that they can't afford something. 
Then OP adds an edit, which says, it was suggested to me that I add a comment I made to this post and then quotes a section of the first post we're going to read. It says, it hurts them to watch you choose money over their participation in your life. It hurts them to be excluded from the wedding of their close loved one. Then goes on to say, meh. They don't really show much interest in my life anyway. Shit, when my sister FaceTimed me to complain, it was the first time either of them had taken the time to call me in almost 18 months. I am 10 years younger than my older sister and eight years younger than the other. I have been an afterthought in their lives ever since they started having kids. I don't hold it against them, I get it. Their families are the most important thing in their lives. I made sure to send cards for each of their kids on every birthday, gifts for every kid at Christmas. I don't even get a text from them on my birthday. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm kidding myself into thinking I actually want them and this is just my subconscious reminding me that they don't give a fuck about me unless they think they can get something out of it. But for them to act like they actually care about my important life event kind of makes me laugh now that I think about it. So before we dive into the comments, some of these may be posted before that a little additional comment was added. So please take that into consideration before you make your judgments on these comments if you do. Icebot Arsehole says, the thing is, you're throwing a wedding that you know your family can't attend financially, but your wife's can. You therefore know this will be a wedding for your wife's family, not yours. You therefore know that this is symbolic of you choosing and entering a lifestyle in which money divides you from your former family. If your family's presence in your life isn't important for your wedding, there's every reason to believe it won't be important for other events. Your family understands all this, just like you do. You're pretending it's just one day and it's no big deal if they miss it. Like you won't be offended, like your feelings won't be hurt, but that's your way of deflecting the point. It hurts them to watch you choose money over their participation in your life. Hurts them to be excluded from the wedding of their close loved one. You're the asshole. Take responsibility for leaving your family out of your wedding. And that's when we had the little edit that came after it. MM172 says, everyone sucks here. Yeah, sure, it's your wedding. No, you don't need to pay for anyone to attend, but saying you'd love for them to come is deeply disingenuous. When you've set this up, or allowed it to be set up rather, in a way you know only really works for your fiance and her family. And while I'm not recommended you throw her under the bus, I think you need to stop treating your family like idiots and just acknowledge you don't actually care whether they're there or not. Dealbreaker Stork Show says, I'm torn between everyone sucks here and no one's an arsehole here. You're allowed to have the wedding you want. Your family shouldn't demand you fund their travels, but you can't pretend you didn't know they wouldn't be able to come. It's okay that you don't mind, but they might mind not being able to attend your wedding. It would be very nice gesture to later have a reception locally that family and friends who couldn't travel attend. You don't have to, you're not the asshole if you don't, but it would be nice. Edit, given the update, I'd say not the arsehole. But if you do have a good relationship with your parents and want them to be there, it would be very kind of you to help them out in some way, if you can comfortably do so. They see me struggling, says not the arsehole. You've made it clear you wouldn't be mad if they weren't able to come. So if they insist on being there, it's their responsibility. Moreover, excluding kids isn't that weird. I know many people who have done weddings insisting that kids were not invited at all. Again, it's their kids if they want to bring them. They gotta pay for it. And personally, as a kid, I remember weddings to be a bore anyway. As for your parents, I understand them wanting to be there, but again, you don't owe them that. The invitation was extended. Whether they can afford it or not, it's up to them. Aside from that, if you actually want to rub your fiance's money in their face, wouldn't you pay for the trip? Their logic is totally flawed. 
Hawthorne says everyone sucks here. You know that your family can't really afford the cost of the destination wedding, but are going along with it because your bride wants it. Your bride is not considering the impact on your family. All she cares about is herself. I personally keep a thought in my head. Consider the impact of your actions have on others. You are only considering one person. Your family are not assholes. You and your wife go ahead with this as is. You deserve each other. Now, what do you guys make of our first story? Do you think OP is the asshole for not helping out his family? Do you think the family are assholes for being so entitled and thinking, you know, OP should be contributing towards them getting there? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to another story. And our next story comes from Critical Intention 17 titled, Am I the Arsehole for Putting a Lock on My Door? I, 26 male, and my roommate, 28 male, split rent on a two-bedroom townhouse. The townhouse is set up where I have a room upstairs with an adjoining bathroom and my roommate's room is downstairs with a bathroom next door. The fridge is decently sized where my stuff stays on top and his on the bottom. I do have horrible OCD and told my roommate that I did not want anyone to go into my room or use my bathroom. My roommate has been seeing a girl for a few months and she regularly will stay with us for a few days a week. I don't have any issues with her staying as long as she cleans up after herself. The issue is, is that I came home from work and went into my bathroom to take a shower. I saw some hair and a razor in the shower. I quickly cleaned the shower and put the razor in the trash. I went downstairs and asked my roommate who had used my shower. He tells me that his girlfriend has been using my shower since their relationship. When his girlfriend came over that evening, I asked her why she was using my bathroom. She tells me that his bathroom is disgusting and mine is always clean. I did tell her to stop using my shower and decided to grab a lock for my door. The girlfriend was not happy to see a lock on my door and called me childish for locking my room. The girlfriend has been staying less since a lock was put on the door. Roommate and I are not speaking to each other unless it's about rent and bills. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not the asshole in the situation. And there's a simple solution to to their problem and it's clean their own bloody bathroom she could do it he could do it they could maintain it themselves not go and use someone else's and leave hair and razors in yours i'd be pretty peed off too absolutely not the arsehole thirsty boy says not the arsehole god love the irony of you being called childish even though a partner is the one not adult enough to keep his own bathroom space clean but yeah sure you're the one not acting like an adult somehow also that lack of respect from them for your space on their part is pretty terrible Hope you get that respect that you deserve, my dude. Good luck. Jay Baggins says, fuck no, not the asshole. Your roommate overtly and deliberately violated the clear boundaries you laid out. If your roommate or his girlfriend have a problem with his bathroom, they should fucking clean it. Also, how is her concerned the cleanliness of the bathroom when you caught them because she literally wasn't cleaning up after herself? They need to get over themselves. V2 Den says, OCD or not, absolutely not the asshole. Your roommate's bathroom is disgusting, doesn't make it okay for her to use your bathroom. If girlfriend wants to shower at the townhouse, roommate or girlfriend can clean his bathroom. Automatic Flower 244 says not the arsehole. He clearly disrespected what you said about not wanting anyone in your room or bathroom. If he wants his girlfriend over so bad, he needs to clean his bathroom. And one more from No Policy 4095 who says not the arsehole. Your rent covers your bedroom and your bathroom. If she is grossed out by his bathroom, she needs to take it up with him, not use your space and your belongings. The fact that she knows you put a lock on after you'd asked her not to use your space means she's not intending to respect that request. 
Now, that's a good point, actually. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know what you would do in that situation. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And we'll move on to another story. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And our next story comes from ThrowawayThanks21, who asks, Am I the asshole for thanking my son's teacher for not letting his dad take him home, even though we had agreed he would? My son is four and only started school full-time this year. My ex has only been to the school twice since our son started, which was on the first day and the last day of his first week. My ex volunteered to pick him up yesterday. Our son's school usually keeps all the children inside the classroom and then the teacher will call them out one by one as their parents and guardians come to collect them. So when my ex told the teacher he was there to pick up our son, he was told she would need to contact me before she let our son leave with him as I hadn't informed the school someone else would be collecting our son today. My ex got annoyed because, because she had met him before and she wouldn't let our son confirm he was who he said he was. In the end, I was called to the school to collect our son. When I got there, she explained that they did this for the safety of the students and that in the future, could I please inform the school if anyone that wasn't me would be coming to collect my son so that they were aware. I said thank you to her because it was great to know that the school took my son's safety so seriously. My ex is angry at me for thanking the teacher and said I shouldn't have when she was acting like an idiot as she clearly met him before and our son would have recognized him. He thinks as our son's dad, he shouldn't need my permission to collect his own son and he was angry at me for coming to collect him instead of just insisting the school let my ex bring him home. He went on and on about it and told me he would be changing our son's school since this was never where he wanted to send him and he was the one paying for it. I told him he was just angry because someone didn't give him what he wanted, like, like he was used to. Am I the asshole? Now, at first, I was going to say not the arsehole because, because thanking your teacher for following the correct procedure is the right thing to do. And the school was following the correct procedure. I mean, as I say, I've got a teacher friend and their school follows this procedure. You have to have like a form to say who's going to be collecting your child and, you know, and the people that's allowed to collect the child is on this form. Anything else has to be spoken to the teacher about it. But then I went back and reread the first paragraph and it said, you know, your ex volunteered to pick him up yesterday. And the teacher later explained to you, you know, it was for their child's safety. And can you please inform the school if anyone that wasn't me would be collecting my son in the future? So, you know, this is on you that you didn't inform the school. You knew X was going to be picking up the son as he volunteered to. And you must have accepted it, I, I assume. And therefore, I think I'm going to edge towards you're the arsehole for, for not informing the school. 
and I'm basing this on a local school where I know paperwork has to be filled out to say, you know, who can pick the child up. And I'm assuming most schools will have some procedure like this in place. But OKSmell8260 says not the asshole for thanking the teacher for following correct procedure. However, the pair of you need to sort these things out as calmly as adults and not in front of your son. Batavus Drugstop says, if I understood correctly from this quote, my ex volunteered to pick him up yesterday, that you knew before and agreed that he was going to pick your son up, then you're the asshole for not telling the school that his father was coming to pick him up. The school is an asshole for not telling both of you and your ex to inform them about who picks up the kids because it seems like you didn't know. And you're an asshole for not telling the teacher it's okay when they called you, but instead went there yourself. Sarakel Rising says, you knew he was picking your son up at school and forgot to call and let them know. When the teacher called, all you had to say was, oops, sorry, it slipped my mind. Yes, my husband is supposed to pick up child today. Instead, you made him look like an asshole given the appearance he was there unauthorized by showing up and retrieving your son instead. You're the asshole. Throwaway Work says, I'm going to say you're the asshole, but not for thanking the teacher. For forgetting to inform the teacher, and I'm not so sure why you couldn't just tell the teacher on the phone it was okay. To be honest, this story sounds weird and I don't believe for a second if you tell me you didn't create the situation, at least somewhat intentionally, to get back at your ex, putting your kid's best interests second. And one more from Salty Hedgehog 5074 who says, you're the asshole. You agreed for your ex to pick up your son, then you never contacted the school to let them know. That was your responsibility. The school even told you that. You basically set up this whole situation. I can see why your ex is mad. And from the comments there, it's pretty much a you're the arsehole there. I, I, I won't scroll through to see if I can find the not the arseholes because I will tell you that this post is flared, not the arsehole. So I was kind of confused if I was missing something here. Maybe I am. And as I said, I'm always happy to be educated on these matters if you think there's something else. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story is from Birds of War 1. Am I the asshole for wanting a cut of the money from a house my parents are selling? My parents live eight hours away from me, and in 2018, they decided they wanted to buy a house in my town. I had been living in a downtown apartment and wanted to stay there, especially because I had just gotten a new job nearby and was getting out of an abusive relationship, so I wasn't exactly stable. Because my dad is retired, he was not able to get a mortgage approved in his name, so they got the mortgage in my name. For a few months, I basically had to plan my schedule around buying the house, being there for inspections, signing paperwork, meetings with lawyers, etc. I scrambled to find a roommate and we moved in, paying the mortgage as our rent. When my roommate moved out, my boyfriend, now fiance, moved in. We were there for just under two years and then bought a place of our own just five minutes away. We faced a bunch of trouble buying our house because I already had a mortgage in my name. My parents rented out the house and because I was close by, I essentially became the in-town landlord. I was the one having to contact tenants about stuff, utility issues, be there for any work and inspections. Any issues with the mortgage company and insurance, meetings with a rental company and had to do any handiwork that my parents didn't want to pay for. We had a hurricane one summer and my fiance's parents, my fiance and I spent an entire day cutting up and moving huge dead and fallen trees and rebuilding the fence. It's been a frustrating process. Since I've had to spend so much time rearranging my schedule around handling the house and taking care of it. My parents are now selling the house because they are moving down here and building their own house on the coast. I'm heavily involved in the process because everything is in my name. 
meeting with realtors, lawyers, walkthroughs, inspections, signing documents, and everything that comes with selling a house. Luckily, it sold fast, and my parents are making about 100K of profit. My parents have made it clear that we aren't seeing a cent from the sale of the house, even though we feel like we've put in a decent amount of time and work for them with the house. They were hoping they'd give us a couple of grand from the sale, but they say my reward is how selling the house will help my credit score. It was over 800 before they even bought that house, and I should be grateful. Am I the arsehole? Now, whenever I read the title, I almost automatically get a judgment in my head these days. And first of all, it was coming out as a you're the arsehole because I was going to say, oh, you're not entitled to anything <laughs> from your parents, blah, blah, blah. But it's totally not the arsehole to me in this situation. The amount of work and everything you put in. I mean, you're on the, the mortgage is in your name and the amount of work you've had to go through that you listed off. I can't believe your parents would treat you that way afterwards. And I do wonder if they are just using you for their own benefit. And I do question, because the mortgage is in OP's name, surely OP would have to sell it and therefore the money would go to them first. So there isn't much they could do, surely. And especially since OP's going to have equity in it anyway, because they was paying that rent in quotations, which was actually paying the mortgage. But I want to quit posting says, not the asshole. Your parents are lying to you. They couldn't get a mortgage on their own because banks determined they, they were a too big a credit risk not because retirement. They did not earn that 100K by themselves just because of the down payment. You earned a big portion of it by being willing to take the risk no other bank would take. You also spent two years paying the mortgage on your own house and your parents are stealing your fridge from you. Do not allow them to take 100K home with them. It is your money too. Puppies and Kittens 220 says info. If everything is in your name, why do you have to give them anything? That money is yours, not theirs. The check should be made out to you, not them. At least take back what you put into the house, both in time managing it and for anything you paid for or put free labor into. Opie replies saying both my dad and I are on the deed, so he is selling in his name. They put the money down, so I'm definitely glad they're making profit off of it. We had just been hoping for some kind of compensation for years of work and handling the house. And again, can they actually just sell it with just one name? Surely both has to co-sign something. Do offer a food who says and quotes, they say my reward is how selling the house will help my credit score. Then says, how about we don't take credit advice from people who couldn't get approved for a mortgage on their own? Not the arsehole. Accessible Beige says, not the arsehole. You lived there for two plus years paying the mortgage it wasn't rent it was a payment on your mortgage for your house so at least part of the equity should be yours were you on the deed to the house since the mortgage was in your name the home should have been purchased with you and your parents as joint owners and as a joint owner you should be entitled to a share of the proceeds is the sale final if it isn't you should refuse to sign the closing documents until your parents guarantee equitable share of the profits and you should refuse even if it delays closing and or results in losing the sale if the sale is already closed and your parents have the money, well then, you may need to get a lawyer involved. Prestagio Tree says not the arsehole. If it was in your name and you maintained it for the most part, you should be rewarded for that. Parents like this usually act clueless when their kids no longer talk to them. And one more from Glittering Living 693 who says, okay, hold up. They bought a whole ass house in your name. Not the arsehole at all. You put a lot of work into this and whatever happened if they defaulted on a loan or something, this could have gone south way before this. 
Yes, be grateful they didn't screw you over sooner, but also you deserve some of that money. OP replies one more time saying, that's been our worry for years. God forbid something happened to my parents and they defaulted. I'd be screwed. We had to deal with a lot of issues when buying our house because they didn't like that I already had a mortgage in my name. Now, what do you guys make of this final story? How would you deal with this situation? Now, if you do like a Reddit story, there is a playlist at the end here that you can click and it will scroll through all of the stories for you. You don't have to click anything. It will just roll through if you're in an art session, chilling, driving, whatever you're doing. <laughs> and let me know what you're up to as well. I would love to hear it. Thank you so much for your love, your support and your time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.